ahead, Danny Briere. Briere sets up Carl. Side of the net, deflected, score! Franchise record in points in November. A week straight of home games coming up. Most points in NHL for November. Two regulation losses all this month. Fifth place in the league. A point behind second in the Metro. 15-7-5. And, and we're bringing it the fuck home, Dan. A week this, straight of home games. A week straight. This is the Liberty Yell, episode 20. I'm Chris Stumpo, alongside, of course, my boy, Danny Deemer. How are you? Danny, it's time for the city to rally behind this fucking team. I totally agree. I saw a comment under one of uh, the Eagles posts today and said, it really pissed me off when we did an Eagles chant at the Flyers game on Friday night. Yeah. Because the Flyers are better than the Eagles. So yep. we shouldn't be chanting for the Eagles. But... They are a better team right now than the Eagles. But we're not going to talk about the Eagles. No. We're here to talk about Fuck the, the fifth best team in the NHL. The fifth. Dude, how good is that to say right now? Like, they are a good hockey team, man. Like, it's... Like we've been saying for the the longest time, it's not the same Flyers anymore, right? We've been saying that since oh, the yeah, summer. We've been saying that since the beginning. It's not the same Flyers anymore. The same Flyers. I mean, we let that f- the, the first shot the first shot last night went in, but Elliot looked awesome. Elliot's the reason why we won that game, to be honest with you. But we have two goaltenders playing great. Uh, our defense has been great. I have nothing to complain about any of our four lines. This. This is new to me, kind of. You know, I know. what I mean? It's, it's going into November. I pre- I preached it on the podcast. I asked for a good November. I said November's always been our Achilles heel. Yeah. So we had to come in and have a strong month, and they had their best November ever, dude. Like ever. I know. We're talking about ever. A, a franchise that is fifty-two years old, and they tied their record for points. Think about the years. Think about the teams they had when they had that franchise record, twenty-eight points in November. It's dude. It's exciting. Yeah, we left off. Last week, and then we versed Vancouver. Then we had Columbus. Vancouver, we beat 2-1. Then we beat Columbus 3-2 in that close game. Then, of course, we come home. We beat Detroit 6-1. And then yesterday with the 4-3 win in Montreal, Ivan Provorov. Looking like the Brandon Wheat King, Ivan Provorov. He's looked great this year, man. He's Yeah, we'll get, we'll get, definitely get into him a little bit later. We will, but... The, the biggest thing for me about this week, and I guess this month as a whole is especially on the road when when the team gets down they're not they're never out now what know? did you just say to me in the car about this team oh but what i said to chris in the car was when we went down one nothing usually when the flyers go down one nothing early in a building like montreal i usually have a feeling like this, we're not going to win this game but when they scored that first goal i was like okay well we got scored on first in columbus actually we got scored on twice was it like that? Yeah. So we and we we battled back. So I actually had faith in the team to battle back, and they battled back. And I mean, uh, I've I'm at a loss for word. I'm at a loss for bad words about this. Team. I know it's right now. Hey, right now it's 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 fun. So let's just enjoy this ride right now. Enjoy this team. Talk about the positive things. Jake Voracek. Let's gonna get into Jake Voracek for sure. This entire year, people, including us, we haven't been calling for his head. There have been people calling for his head, but he's been turning it on, man. Oh, he's on. He's 100% on. He's Ever on. since he's uh, that game where he said he got his swagger back, I think he's had, what, six points in the last five games? Uh, he's third place on the team in points, I think, with 19 right now. Yeah, he had a goal in Calgary, uh, against Calgary, that tap-in. That was the tap-in goal. 
Then the Vancouver, you had a goal and assist. You had two points. Columbus, you didn't have anything. And then Detroit, you had three assists. And then last night, you had an assist. So, um, yeah, four. He's turned it on for sure. Seven points in the last five games. So, he's definitely turned it on. Jake Voracek's looking good. He's got his swagger back. And I like, you know, Jake Voracek is feeling himself again when he starts cursing during interviews. The post games, The yeah. post games. I love the way he's playing. Uh, he's so looked really good. Imagine a parade, dude. Yeah. Any, we said it before, if anybody's struggling, who what line you put him on? You put it on Sean Couturier's line, and he does look comfortable with Sean Couturier's line. And he says something about how he doesn't have to start and stop so much when he's on Couturier's line. He kind of can just skate freely. And, I mean, we knew that coming into it because, I mean, you're putting Jake with probably our two best two-way forwards in Limblom and Couturier. So you know they're going to push play positively. And having a guy like Jake who was in that slump and turning around, I mean, all all of our lines right now are a threat to score. I think Joel Farabee has looked good the last couple games. Joel Farabee. He's back on for sure. He's back on. He's Dude, there's been a couple plays where he's found guys in the slot for quick little passes. The Hayes goal yesterday, beautiful cross-ice pass in the slot. Takes turn around, wrist shot goal. Joel Farabee's looked impressive. That, Matt Niskanen takes a fucking puck to the face. Like it's Not as bad as it looks, though. Looks saying. pretty fucking bad, Niski. <laughs> yeah, bro. When he said that, I was like, "All right, like your face is busted." Like it was, it was freaking hilarious. We, uh, I saw the interview, and me, and my dad and I, we were like, "Why is this guy interviewing? Like, why are they yeah. making Niski interview? You couldn't interview him." Mean, I understand he had an Ironman type game, fifteen stitches, and then came back out and had an two assist, assists. two assists. Yeah. I was like, "Why is this guy interviewing? He, shouldn't he be in like the medical tent or something? Yeah, like, shouldn't he be in the medical taking room, taking a painkiller, taking a painkiller?" Yeah. Something getting cleaned up at least. He's still all <laughs> yeah. bloody and shit, dude. I was like, can this guy? Yeah, two assists and a bloody nose. Can this guy just have a break and not maybe not interview today? But the, the best thing is just how like casual he is about. It. He's like, yeah, good two points. Like and, that's I, I love hockey players. Dude. And guess what? And that's the things that we're talking about right now for the fly. We're talking about Matt Niskin and breaking his, uh, getting his nose all bloody and then coming out and scoring two assists. His team's fun, man. Back on the Faraby thing, I think there was a point where that fourth line was producing more, maybe not producing more, but producing more chances than the third line. But that third line's finally on now. Like, Hayes and Farabee's chemistry is, it's there I love Hayes. Sure. I love the way he protects the puck, man. The way he protects, he, he's been doing it all year, and now the points are starting to follow. I love the way he, he protects the puck. And, and then you got the quick skill guy with Farabee. With you can't him. let Scott Lawton go under the radar yeah, either. Lawton's he's, looked he's been awesome great. too. Ever since he came back, he, he jumped right back into it. Jumped right back into it. The leader in goals right now for the Flyers is Oscar Lindblom with 11. That goal yesterday that people thought Braun scored, they changed it to Oscars. So he has a team leading not, uh, 11 points. And then uh, Konechny's second with 9. Konechny's first on the team with 16 points, uh, 16 assists, I'm sorry. And the leader in plus minus, I know it's probably the most useless stat, but it's still worth saying, is Phil Myers, which is pretty cool to see. And something else I want to point out, Ivan Provorov has 19 points right now. Uh, 17 points right now. He's sixth on the team for points. Six goals, 11 assists. He's impressive, man. He's uh, that contract is looking pretty good right now. How, what are your thoughts on Provy? I, I said a lot in my tweet last night just about how he's already been a force defensively. Yeah. Like he's always been a force playing 25 plus minutes a night. But that little things that he's learning from Niskanen that we've been talking yeah. about. Where he like will quickly play mm-hmm. the puck away. He does really lose the puck behind the net a couple. Like he does. He does, yeah. do, he does do that maybe once or twice a game. He needs to clean that up. But I really think Niski's helped him. I really think 
Niski coming in here and settling things down on the back end. And honestly, I think Niski has helped in more ways than one, especially on the ice and off the ice. I just think that's, we said it before, that's a real veteran presence. A guy who's been around the league, who's won a Stanley Cup, but also who's actively good. And they would always call Andrew McDonald, oh, he's he's in the lineup because he's a veteran presence. But but he sucks. He sucks. But no, this is this is the prime example of a veteran presence is Matt Niskin. He's probably been our best defenseman this year, if not Ivan. I'm going to say Provorov, and I, 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 I want to keep could going up on that. easily think, argue both ways. I think the reason why I'm going to say Provorov is just because the workload this guy's getting. On top of, I tweeted out yesterday, he's now finally getting on the score sheet, it seems like, every single night. Provy, no, he's been really impressive, and I love him on the power play. I mean, we went into this year not expecting Provorov to be on the power play. Now he's on the power play one playing with Drew. Yeah, I'll gladly admit I, I was wrong about that. I, I said Ivan Provorov shouldn't be on power play one or two coming into the year. I mean, could you blame us? He wasn't, he wasn't playing well on power play two the, the, the years previously, so you really – I mean, everybody was saying the same thing. We, we always knew he had the skill set to be on the power play because we've seen him – I've seen him do it in Brandon – and I always knew he had the skills to do it, and it's, it, it's nice to see that it's coming, it's coming to, fr- to fruition now. It's all, it's, it's awesome. He's looked awesome. The team just looks happy all day. Like on the bench when the, when when Provorov scored, you see how happy everyone looks. When, Dude, when, when Voracek finally got his uh, goal after getting in that drought, people like, were happy for him. Yeah, yeah you're starting to see a, a serious culture change, and you're starting sure. to see the effects of it now. No, when Provy scored last night, I was joking around with my dad. When he scored that goal. AV, Tarion, and uh, Mike Yo were all laughing. They yeah. were all like, "That was disbelief. disgusting." Yeah, and I, I fucking love that as coaches. If had if Axel, he'd been like chewing gum on the on on the bench, zero emotion. But I, I I love the emotion that AV brings. And also with AV, I want to bring this up. He mentioned Tyler Pitlick and how well he's been playing. But also, you know what I love about it? Tyler Pitlick looked awesome, but then he was also saying AV said Topic is not a top nine guy. Oh, I loved that. I, I love, love that. that because it shows he he's seeing what we're seeing. Yeah, he's seeing. Hey, a really good bottom six guy. He's just not a top nine guy. Keep him down there. Let him keep playing well where he's playing. I feel like in past years, once you see a a, a veteran guy, is but like even veteran, he's a veteran guy. Right? You can call yeah. him pickle a veteran. Playing, he had a crazy week. He had an yeah, awesome, he had an he, awesome he's all over the place, drawing penalties. His, his speed is, is very noticeable. He's always poking pucks and then trying to dance around a defender, then getting tripped, drawing a penalty, sending a power play out there. He's looked awesome. Continue putting, I mean, he wants to put Stowe in there, but you can't take Pitlick out right now. He's just playing too well. You got to give kudos to Chuck for that Hartman trade because Hartman as an RFA was probably going to get a lot more than what we're paying Pitlick right now. He's yeah. probably going to get two point five or something like that. But Pitlick's getting one, one million, right? solid fourth liner. But th- this is something else I wanted to say. Av, uh, beginning of the year, he was calling for the veterans, Giroux, Voracek, JVR, all for them to get going. Giroux yeah. and Voracek are completely on right now. JVR gets a goal, all from a good effort from Pitlick. Ironically. And guess what? I think I think JVR's looked good after that goal. I feel like he's skating a little bit more now. It uh, sucks that he missed that one. Tap I know in. he completely. Yeah. He just completely shanked that. Yeah, that was, was bad. Ta- that should have been tape to tape goal. Beautiful pass by TK. But he got one. He he got his. 
Gostisbehr finally got back into the lineup. Ghost did play. Meyer sat that game. Honestly, though, besides the goal, I think he was the worst defenseman on the ice that game. He he still made some... I remember watching the game, and he made a play in the defensive zone where he just lost the puck again. And my my dad was like, that's what the coaches don't like. The blatant turnovers in the defensive zone that turn into quality scoring chances is exactly the kind of plays that the coaches don't don't like. And, yeah, even though he scored that game, I still don't think he was that good defensively. But it, it, it's good to see him get one. He's been our worst defenseman all year. By far. Easily. Yeah, easily. And I, I wouldn't be mad if he sat again. I, I saw someone – or not someone. I saw some statistics on his game, and apparently his course he was has been great. But, I mean, it's two games, you know. Yeah. And you I can't mean, really go off of that. Like, it's no. not an arguing point to keep him in the lineup. I honestly think you can go either way with this team right now. Like, you want to put Gossesbear in against the speed, speedy team. Yeah. You want to put Hagen against that's, – that's fine with me. It's good to have um, options. It's good to have options that are actually kind of good. Agreed. Not saying Ghost and Hague are the best defensemen in the world, but they're, like, they're serviceable, I think. I don't th- – At I think one point, Ghost was way more than serviceable. At one point – Way he, more. When Ghost was at his peak, he was – Top four guy. We, we thought he eventually was going to go on to be elite. Now yeah. look where we're at. I mean, it, it, that sucks for sure, but – That's probably the only negative thing about this team right now would probably be the Ghost situation. Agreed? Yeah, that or Patrick for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, Patrick. Of course, that's always – the downside of uh of the team, but he uh practiced. I heard he practiced without a visor and in a non not in a non contact jersey, which is a good sign. But I think Fletcher came out a couple of days ago and did still say he's still going through the motions. Still going yeah. through the motions. He's been feeling better the past couple of weeks, but I don't think I don't think he plays hockey again this year. Do you? Nah, I said it in the, in the yeah, post yeah. game the other day. I don't. Would I be surprised if he did? No, but. I'm just gonna say no because the, the time it would take for him to get fully recovered, then get conditioned, then buy into the system—that's it's, it's that's, a step behind. That's the thing right now. If well, of course we want Nolan Patrick to come back. Of course we want that kid to be healthy and come play hockey for the Flyers again. But like you said, okay, if he gets healthy in a month, we're in January. He needs a he needs a conditioning stint. He needs to go play hockey down in the AHL. He needs to go play top line minutes. He'll be the first seed down there if he plays. He's going to be down there for what three, four games, and then he's going to come. It's, it's definitely like a sticky situation right now with uh with Patrick. But yeah, I I mean I hope I see Patrick again playing for the Flyers. I miss watching the kid play hockey, but I just don't think right now. I just don't think he's going to play hockey again this year. I want to get into Morgan Frost a little bit. So so you know how everything I predict goes the other way, and that's I guess that's what happened here this week. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I predicted six points this week. I don't even think he got one, did he? No, I don't but but think he's so. been himself, though. I mean, he's had his his chances. He that, doesn't look terrible. That chance he had last night, where he like broke through the defense and had that really nice shot. Yeah. He almost scored. I remember texting you yesterday. The one that kind of like squeaked through the goalie and almost run in. Yeah, the goalie wasn't ready for that quick release. His shot. His shot's elite already. I think. Because Jim Jackson's commented on it a couple times. Jim Jackson every, his, every night he comments his, on it. His the shot quick is quick release of Morgan. Frost. Yeah, the quick the, the quick hands of Morgan Frost. Yeah, every time his shot is very quick though. He uh, it looks like he has that that Matthew shot where he like brings yeah, yeah. it brings it in close to his body, then releases it real the quick. Drag wrister. Yeah, we've been saying that for a while. We've been saying that since he was in junior. He has that Matthews looking shot. We have it's, said that. It's exciting. Joel tries it. 
but he hasn't gotten it down yet. I think Joel is going to keep working on it. I've seen Faraby try that shot multiple times, and I think he'll eventually get it down. I mean, he's 19 years old. He has a quick release as he well. He has a very quick release. He's just a smart player. Yeah, one thing I will say about Joel is he's just relentless, dude. He, he For a small guy, he wins for a small rookie at that 19-year-old. He wins a lot of puck battles, dude. He does. And for a kid that like shouldn't be playing hockey in the NHL, Honestly, like a, a 19 kid who wouldn't have been yeah, like a regular 19-year-old should not be playing hockey in the NHL. That's how raw and talented this kid is. For and sure. it's he's been playing very well the last couple games. He's been noticeably different from the past couple weeks. Okay, past couple weeks he's he fell into a a little stretch where he wasn't playing that well, but I love this regime and how they let kids play through that shit. And to get back on the Morgan Frost thing. I think it was the third period Last night, where he second as well was it the they, was yeah. it the end of the second into yeah. the third? I think towards the end of the second, he got demoted to the fourth line. At um, yeah, he was playing with JVR and Pitlick, mm-hmm. centering them, but then Raffle was playing with Giroux and Konechny, and the Konechny goal on the three on two, Raffle was a part of that three on two, and maybe maybe AV just liked the way Raffle was playing with Giroux and Konechny. Yeah, what we're starting to see, AV loves to switch it up when things aren't to his I don't, liking. See, I don't care. Like, I don't mind that because if the team's winning, if yeah, the team if it's is working, it's if it's thing. working, do it. Yeah, I obviously we love Morgan Frost, but if Morgan Frost playing with Pitlick and JVR because he's not having the best defensive game because he's a younger player on the road, if that has to happen, then it has to happen. If we win the game, then I don't give a shit. Morgan Frost, I'm sure Morgan Frost is going to get an opportunity to go play with Giroux and Konechny again against Toronto. Yeah, next game, I'm sure. Because nobody brought it up after the game. I think I was the only one who noticed it. I didn't tweet it out, but... Two two things about Frost. There are multiple times where... Like, we talk about how his stick is always in the right spot, and for a small guy, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Like, watch your, like you watch Giroux on, on the board battles. He's always... Always. He's stick lifting, mm-hmm. all that shit. And so... Frost, I notice sometimes he he will hesitate. Like he'll he'll get a guy in the corner boards and he'll go up and then he'll just kind of stop and hesitate. And I'm yeah. like, all right, man, it'll he, come. He's a kid. Yeah, like that, it'll he's come. Not a grown man. But I also will say I think this is like when Farah we got demoted in that road game. I think it was against Chicago, where Av said hard game on the road. Washington. It was against Washington. Was it, against, it was the it was the game against Washington. Home game against Washington. Yeah. Okay. Where he, well, he just yeah, he yeah. turned the puck over. Yeah. They scored, and then he just it he admitted. Yeah, he admitted yeah. he was just I wouldn't have played me either. And but I love Av after that game. He said he'll be right back yeah, on the he'll horse. Be right back. And I think that's exactly thing with Frost. No, I agree with you. That's exactly what you got to do with with young players. Okay, yeah, they're not giving your team the best chance that night to play. Say them, let them know that they're going to be right back on the horse and to go prove you wrong the next game. And I love the mindset. This, this coaching staff, like we, we've said it. Throughout these podcasts this year, this coaching staff has been a breath of fresh air. This team has been a breath of fresh air. This is not the same Flyers. You agree, Danny? Certainly. And one fact you can use to prove that it's not the same Flyers is they were never eight games above 500 last year ever. And they are right now going into December 1st. They With owned. a week full of home games. What did we say? What did we say before November hit? I said if you want to get the city all in, if you want to get fans like us back on like the bandwagon, well, we're always on it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but if you want to get if you want to get everyone 100% all in because there are times where the Flyers will give up a goal on the road and you just see that reply to the Flyer, same old fucking mediocre core, yeah. all that. If you want that to go away, you have to have a good November and they said how about our best November ever? Ever. And we talked about this also. 
Last November is when this team collapsed. It's usually when they always collapse. It's when they they always usually yeah. have bad Novembers. And imagine if they got hot in the second half. I know. And this is what we've been saying. We 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 have a good start, and this team has historically had slow starts, but has picked it up at the towards the end of the year. But if you have a fast start and you have a nice record and you're you're second behind in the Metro, a point behind second in the Metro right now. And if you go on that tear at the end of the year, where are you now? What are we on pace for right now? 100 and something points? 105. 105 points? Like, if this team historically does what they usually do and go on that tear at the end of the year and warm up, I mean, they're just going to continue to keep playing good hockey. We're in the playoffs. We're, we're in the playoffs if they continue this. The, the reason for it? The good start is so important. Sorry to interrupt you. The, no, just, what I want to express right now is the good start – is so important for the end of the year. Like these points now matter. We said that in the beginning of the year. The, the, the points in October they matter. The points in November they matter. And we've got it done. We've got, we've got the job done. If we would if we would have came into this year uh, relying on the top guys like Drew Voracek, JVR, we probably would have collapsed oh, in November. Ha- pro- no, hundred percent agree like with we you. We did in previous years because they took a while to get going. It's, yep. But the kids lifted them up, and now that they're going. You're starting to really see the team get hot. I mean, like a week, a week straight of wins, and it's hard to win in Montreal. Um, it's ha- house of horrors for us in Columbus. We haven't won a regulation in there since '05, and we finally got that done. And it's a week full of home games. You got Toronto, Arizona, and Ottawa. Come on, man! Come out with three, win three, win three. You mean I mean, so. Arizona's good. Yeah. Arizona's a good hockey team. For sure, I, I I want Carter Hart and Net against the Leafs. Mm-hmm. They haven't faced Carter Hart yet. They've faced Elliot, and honestly, whenever I see who's in Net, I don't complain because yeah. like they're both hot right now. But yeah, both times they did play Elliot. Mm-hmm. Both the times we faced the Leafs yeah. were on back to backs. I was thinking about the the Edmonton game. I I I thought that was the Toronto game for some reason. The the night he got like blown out of the water and had to yeah. get replaced by. So at Elliot. home, Carter Hart, man. Tuesday week full of home games. Let's keep let's keep this going. Like imagine imagine sixteen seven and five. Imagine seventeen seven and five. These are records. Like I I you you talk about it, like uh we get an NHL, the EA Sports NHL yeah. video game. That's mm-hmm. that's the type of records you get with the Flyers. It just doesn't really happen. This is the most exciting time to be a Flyers fan since 2012, 2010. It really is. They're the talk of the – I mean, they're not the talk of the town right but now. Nobody's be. been paying attention to them, but they should be, like they you will. said. The Eagles, the Eagles, they just collapsed. <laughs> uh, it, it's probably a downhill slope from there. Trust we beat me, once Tor- the Eagles are done, it's going to be all in on them. No, agreed. The if we beat Toronto Tuesday, how can you not hop on board? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this team is playing really good Toronto's hockey right good now. playing good hockey, too, right now. No, they are playing good hockey. Ever since they fired Babcock, they've been playing very good hockey. So I'm very excited for that game. It should be a very fast-paced game. High, probably high-scoring game, unfortunately, because just, Toronto's just that good. I feel like they're always involved in that back-and-forth high-scoring high games. But another thing I want to mention, like you, you, Danny mentioned the how good the goalies have been. But I also want to say how impressed I've been with AV and how he's handled the goalie situation, how he's handled the back-to-backs, how he hasn't ridden one goalie into the ground like we've seen in previous years. It's a, it's like we said before, it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I think he's handled it perfectly. How about you? No, I totally agree because I find myself coming on this podcast and saying, like, I want Hart to start this game 
Elliott to start this game, and then later on in the week, that's exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, I feel, AV, he knows, and he said it in his um, entrance press conference and everything. Like he knows that the fans want to win. Like he he knows that he knows what the fans want. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he doesn't. It it seemed like, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. It seemed like the last regime just did the opposite of everything we wanted them to do. Yeah. And it was just like it was almost to the point where like. <laughs> All right, Hextall's just being stubborn about taking the next step. Like, he's just holding on to draft picks for too long. No, he was the perfect person to get us where we are now, and I think Chuck's been the perfect person to take us over the hump. For sure. That Niskanen for Gouda's trade is looking better by the day. The people who didn't Not like that. Close. We liked that trade. I didn't – I wasn't – I remember texting you when I saw the I, didn't, I, I wasn't crazy about the retained salary, but we liked the – we liked the person-for-person person trade. We, we liked that, and it's – Night and day. Yeah, I mean, we've got to watch Matt Niskanen firsthand for how many years now? Like the last decade. He's been playing yeah. first pair minutes, and Gudis has been, literally been never off. done that in his career. Gudis is not a first pair defenseman. Gudis is not good enough to make Ivan Provorov play as well as he's been playing. As he's been playing, because I don't think Ivan's been as I don't think Ivan would have the year that he's having right now if it wasn't for Matt Niskanen. Yeah, I agree. With that. I think he's comfortable with Matt. I I really think Literally, he's comfortable. Money. Steady Eddie, steady fucking Eddie, and I really think he's held Ivan Provorov. The way they go D to D to each other behind the net on their breakouts, it's it's incredible. It's 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 fun to watch like a breakout. That's yeah. how, that's how you know your team is good when it's fun to watch a breakout. Breakout, yeah. yeah. And the game, I think it was. I forget what what game was it when. Yeah, it was Niskanen over to Couturier. The Couturier batted it in the the breakout for Detroit, a check to yeah. Niskanen, and then before that, I was I, I think I tweeted, I don't think our breakouts have been that well that good this that game, and the first clean breakout that I textbook saw breakout. textbook yeah. breakout for check to Niski Niski to Couturier shot it saved and batted it in textbook that breakout pass to Couturier was disgusting. It was beautiful it was pass by saucered it right over. He looks more tape. confident. Borichek with the puck. He's not, like, second-guessing sure. himself anymore, I feel like. Oh, he's buzzing with that line. Buzzing. I, I, we're starting to see him, like, actually go hard in board battles now. He yeah. seems like he actually gives a fuck now. You know what I mean? Playing with Couturier. I think he's just confident. I think, he got, I got my swagger back. Like, that <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, he's been playing really good hockey. Like Couturier bails everyone out, you yeah, know? You, if any, it, it, it's so much fun probably playing with him. If you're, you know he's got you. If you're struggling in your... Ice hockey league, real quick. I'm just gonna put you on Couturier's line. You'll pot three, bro. Like, it, I, just if anybody's yeah. struggling, just throw him with Coots. I'd probably score thirty points with Coots. <laughs> Straight up, dude. Not even a question. Not even a. He'd win the board battle clean. <laughs> yeah, you just be just sitting in the slot, just yeah. waiting for Coots at the b- battling of Genie Malkin, just, <laughs> just on the slot, stick on the ice, bro. Ready for Coots to come out of the corner with the puck. He's been playing awesome hockey. But another thing I want to talk about Niskanen before we move on from that. I. I notice things in the defensive zone when Niskanen has the puck in the defensive zone. He's in the corner, and he a guy's pressuring him, but the offensive guy that's forechecking is like trying to guess where he's going to go with the puck. So Matt kind of just sits there, pretends he's going to go up, but then oh, yeah, holds the puck, so and then and then backs up behind the net, and then starts a breakout. We've I've been begging for that kind of patience on the back end for years. Yeah, how many times do you see a mindless off the glass clear? That's what I yeah. mean. What did Matt, what did AV say when he first came in? He was like that mindless off the glass type shit breakouts no more. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. You'll see that first maybe day of practice. They had they had him off the puck 
practicing their breakout, curling up with the forwards without the puck. Yeah. Like, from day one, he's been trying to stress this. And seeing that with Niskanen, the patience with the puck with Niskanen, not letting the defense, not panicking and and throwing the board, uh, throwing the puck. I'm sorry, throwing the puck off the glass, and and God knows, probably right back to the defenseman on the other side of the ice. It's a breath of fresh air, man. Um, people complaining about Justin Braun. Uh, he's, he had a good week, really good. He had a, he's not the best defenseman. He's not the worst. I think he's clamp. I think he's always in somebody's face. He's always his stick's always in the right position. Sometimes he gets burnt, but he's not the problem. He's not the, he's not the obviously he's not the reason why we're losing because we're not fucking losing. We're winning hockey games. Justin Braun has been fine. He makes we, a play every now and again where I'm just like that's a play a guy who's been around. A veteran yeah. play. I mean, I hate to say a veteran play, but like it's it's true. Would would I have liked to give up give, give up given up less for Justin Braun than we did? Well, we, got, we got our pick? second back. So yeah, like, yeah, true. But yeah, I, I don't think Justin Braun has been terrible. I don't think he's been this great defenseman that we got from the Sharks for a second-round pick. But, yeah, I, I don't think Justin Braun's been that bad. I think he's been serviceable. I think the whole, the whole decor has been good. We're going to ask you about the decor. Moving on. Travis Sanheim. How do you feel about Sandy? Because he's not having the breakout year everybody was ready for him to have. But then again, I also don't think he's looked terrible. No, I think he's been fine. And... When you're not getting any special teams time, any power play time, yeah, that's another. It, it's going to be hard to kind of have your breakout year. Yeah, but five, five on five, he's looked good. Yeah, I, he I has noticed with him a lot. He he goes for the tippins. You notice that he does. He does, and I also have noticed he seems a little bit less confident carrying the puck. We all know how skilled he is with the puck. I would like to see him get back into that mindset of being confident with the puck because we've seen him go coast to coast before and create a play. I would love to see him get back to doing that. But this year, it's 27 games played, two goals, five assists, seven points, a plus four. Uh, Again, plus minus isn't the stat that I'm worried about, but I'm still going to mention it. He hasn't been terrible, but I would like to see a little bit more out of Travis Sanheim. I like what I've seen, don't get me wrong, but I think we can get more out of Travis. He's only 23, so I'm not that worried about Travis Sanheim. Like we said, I like the defensive court as as a whole. Has looked awesome. Yeah, going into this year, Provrov's the guy you really needed to have a bounce back here, yeah. and he's doing that with flying colors. And I think Vancouver, the Vancouver game was the best defensive game that we that we had all year. Calgary was a great game. Calgary too. also had two bounces, and then it went to a shootout. So, no, I I think I really think the Calgary and the Vancouver games were probably our best, our two best defensive games. Of course, uh, easily. What a, I think we're eight, one, and four at home. Yeah, we're very our, good. our record one. home is very nice. <laughs> the Dallas Stars game was our only regulation loss at home. I remember when, when that game happened, we were like, "Oh God, here we go, yeah. same old team." Mm-hmm. But one thing I want to say about this team is one thing I've noticed is they really pick their spots, dude. Like first, first period, they'll kind of be passive at times. I mean, like they'll take their chances sometimes, but I noticed they're really passive to get the defenders to cheat. We talked about this on the uh, post game for the Columbus game, but yeah. they really do pick their spot. Like that breakout that you said where they got it to Voracek, to Niskanen, and the Coots, I think that's a product of them picking their spots. Like there are times where they go for the dump in and you, you see it just, I think they they try to play mind games. And no. then, then they'll go up yeah. the ice with a quick transition breakout. 
and then like look at the TK goal yesterday. Beautiful, that was disgusting, disgusting. I thought shot. for sure when that goal went in, I was like, this game's a dub, and then, and then they scored score. on us, and yeah. me and you were texting. Really, this feels like an L. I love that we we we've been texting. And that we say games feel like L's, and then they win that game. And they're game. proving us wrong. Yeah, it, I love that shit. That's what they had to do this it, year. And it, they're doing it. No, I completely agree. The, the 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 memories of the past Flyers losing those kind of games in Montreal creep back into our heads, and then we text each other, and we're like, yeah, this game feels like an L. And they pull it out. Ivan Provorov, that fucking move, man. I was screaming oh, in too. my house. I had to FaceTime you. I had to. Not, my dad was like, who are you FaceTiming? I was like, who do you think I'm FaceTiming, dude? Th- th- there's four buildings we won in this year. Think about it. Columbus, mm-hmm. Boston, Toronto, Montreal. There's really hard buildings to win games in. Games, games we, we usually don't win. Don't win. Yeah. yeah, just games we usually come out and lose. The I thought, I thought you no, know, the last seven seconds last night, they were in an offensive zone. I, I thought that was going to be Brad, oh bro. I was going to be fucking heated. I was going to be so mad if they scored. I had to like look away for a second. I was getting scared. I was like, I was like, oh my god, I, I can't deal with this tonight. I, I think Montreal might be the hardest building to play in for a player. Montreal is oh, a yeah. crazy building to play in. Totally. Even if they're a bad team, I still think it's a crazy game, a uh, crazy building to play on. I don't think they're a bad team now, but I'm saying if they were a bad team, I still think it's a hard building to go into and try to win. You got Colby uh, Cohen. Mm-hmm. He was saying, I don't know if you, you caught this because I think you were working for the first half of that game. Uh, one of the intermissions, he said, it's so hard for a young or inexperienced player to play in Montreal because the way the seats are slanted, it's not like where it's slant and they see people spectating you. It's like flat. People are on top of you. And that's why he said like it's so loud in that building and it's so hard to play in that building because it feels like there's 10,000 people on top of you. Yeah. And that, that's I thought that was really cool insight. And so did uh, – Mikey from Flyers Twitter. Yeah, I did see. Well. I did see that on Twitter, but yeah, I mean, maybe going back to the frost emotion, maybe yeah, maybe it was just the same thing with Faraby in that Washington game. Hopefully, we'll see him bounce back. I don't think he had that. Like, you, I texted you when I got home, and I said, "Oh, hey, I see Frost playing with with Pitlick and JVR," and you said you don't think he's been noticeably bad for a demotion, but like. It, it's whatever for this yeah, game. Yeah, I definitely don't think he was. But, hey, it resulted in a goal. Yeah. Um, I, You've noticed a lot. When he switches it up, it seems to work. Like, he, he knows what he's doing. He knows you know? what he's doing. Yeah. Like, when Hackstall would do something, we obviously would all ridicule it because we we could see this screen and we could think to ourselves, like, we actually – we think we know more than Hackstall. You know we what I mean? We do. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sad part. But AV, like, he does stuff and you're like, okay, he clearly knows what he's doing. And it's just – it's refreshing, like you said. And uh, I love the culture. You see the boys playing basketball. It yeah, used to always yeah, be soccer. Now they got the basketball. They're just having fun. They do that clap song after every game. Yeah. Some people think it's corny. I don't care. I just want the It looks a little awkward. It looks a little awkward. I I mean, <laughs> I love it, but it looks a little weird. Like, it does. They're yeah. all just... <laughs> the helmet speeches? What, what let's get those? another one, boys. Yeah, what are those, <laughs> dude? I mean, I, I, want, I want someone to take that helmet. And be like, like, let's fucking... Let's yeah, like, bro. Did you, did you see the video uh, after... Babcock got fired. Keith's first game when Tavares got like the game's helmet or stick. He was. Like, I didn't see. He's it. like, this starts right now. We're, we're gonna go on a fucking run, boys. Like, no, I didn't straight. see that. That's that's awesome. a captain it right was there. Awesome. Yeah, that's a was, captain. I was watching it and I was like, this is fucking sick. No wonder why they're winning games right now. I mean, we're winning too. So yeah, I can't yeah, bitch. Yeah. But like, that guy in our locker room would probably be either 
Hazy or Voracek to grab that helmet and be like, let's fucking go. Let's run the table. G probably isn't. Can, I would, can, Koots, Koots. Koots could do it. I could definitely see Konechny doing it. But I, when Nisky got it, he, he put the helmet on. He was like, all right, boys. Winning's, great win. Winning's let's, fun, boys. He's like, winning's fun, boys. Let's get another one. <laughs> and then he put the helmet man. in the bag. <laughs> they're always like, they're always like two goals tonight. Got to go to my man Pitter, like Pitlick, <laughs> and then they give the helmet to him, and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah. big win. Enjoy the Thanksgiving. Get back at it. Every, like it's such a dry. Speech, I love it. Bro. Hey, I fucking love it. You know why? Because it's working, and we're yeah, winning hockey games. games. When they start losing, I'll complain about that. Yeah, I'll, that shit. I'll never <laughs> forget. I think it was last year when 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 Hartsy got the helmet. It was like one of his first games, yeah, yeah. and he was just sitting. He was like. I mean, you if, you, if you're boy, yeah, if yeah. you're a rookie and it's your first time in that locker room, you're going to be a little nervous to talk in front of the boys. And he was just like, all right, boys, good win. Let's go uh, get it tomorrow. <laughs> just, I, I love it, bro. I just love it. One thing I've been thinking about with him, and this is so, like, random. Do you think he's, like, living up being 21 now and being on the team, like, going out with the boys? And I, don't, like that? I don't think he's like that. I just think he's laid back. I mean, I saw his Instagram stories that he was just watching a movie wherever he was. He just, I, I oh, just I'm think he chills. I'm not saying he's going on, like, benders and stuff. Oh. But, like, in Prague, you don't think he was slamming hey. some beers with the boys? I mean, the drinking age is probably low over there. But, oh, like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he goes out with the well, boys, When they go to Vegas, you don't think he's going to go out with Voracek and them and slam some beers? With Hazy? Hazy? Yeah. yeah. Hazy's a partier. I know he's a party because oh, he hangs right. out with the Barstool boys. See him selling Dave. mattresses the other day on his <laughs> store. <laughs> I saw your tweet. <laughs> yeah. You were like, he can sell mattresses all he wants. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Post but, every advertisement you want yeah. as long as you're fucking... He was like, the sleep has never been better. <laughs> did, you, did you see my comment on that? No, what'd you say? I commented on that um, on that Instagram post, and I said, "No wonder why you had that Gretzky talk last." Remember when Lawton sent it through his <laughs> yeah, leg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between the legs, <laughs> yeah. backhand, and Bill Clement was like, "I don't think he got a stick on that," and just blatantly obvious stick. Yeah. To the, I was like, Bill, yeah, come on. Bill, Bill was like, "I don't think he meant to score this," and you can clearly see him kick it to his stick and goes in. <laughs> Bill Clement at a time. I love Bill. I love Bill Clement, but you, he notices like grunts. It's just. Oh. He's like, oh! I love Bill Clement. He's, he's a, I think he's uh I think him and Keith are cool. Keith Jones. I think Keith Jones is the best. I love our whole commentating team. Yeah, for sure. Unlike other sports like the Phillies, I like. There's times where I just can't Brutal. stand the Phillies commentating. Yeah. Uh, I love Merrill Reese. I love Mark Zumoff and shit like that. But, yeah, Zumoff is cool. I like Zumoff. But. Looking ahead to Toronto, that's going to be a tough game. It's that game can go either way. They're playing good hockey. We're playing good hockey. But then we got Arizona and Ottawa. We lost to Ottawa already in Ottawa, so we need to win that game. Yeah, we need to win that game. It's a one o'clock game. Those usually don't go too well <laughs> for us. I, for some reason, they never like go. Ever. When's the when 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 do we play Ottawa? Saturday at one. Uh, of course, I got. I'm going to be working. It's, one thing I, I want to say about that Toronto game, the key. I think is to stay disciplined mm-hmm. because uh, I know that. Power, Do, yeah, power don't put them on the hot all yeah. year, but they're. I think they're about to get hot now. Don't and, put them uh, on the power. Play. Our PK has been great. Awesome. I, that was what I was going to get into after after your uh, comment. Best in the Eastern Conference. I don't know if it's still because we let in that one power play goal against Montreal, so we could be second in the East. We're Whatever. still up there. Whatever. We have a great penalty kill last night. night and day. Last night when uh, first off that call for Montreal to tie the game. The, the refs last night. Hold on. Let's get into the refs last night. They were bad. Our guy was getting mugged in the corner boards. Bad. No call. You never hear Jim Jackson going, 
no call what the hell is that you never yeah. hear him get no, that no, he doesn't about. do that yeah, yeah. he'll be like yeah, they're just letting them play usually and yeah like, he was pissed. typical montreal typical yeah. <laughs> i had to tweet that bro first thing that popped into my head when i just feel like they let things go in montreal i i watched our player get boarded like two times and just no hands. And then they call that Montreal guy gets gets slashed on the hands once, just hands straight up in the air, dude. Yeah. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That it, goal went right. It in. seemed like they wanted the. I mean, I'm not gonna say that. Obviously, they didn't want. The, I mean, obviously, they're not choosing sides. But nah, say that because I totally agree. <laughs> I know. I totally <laughs> say agree. that. There are times where Montreal, huge market, six game losing streak. They're at home. I mean, like, it, I, I think there's a little bias there. It I, looked bad yeah. because I, I did see a couple flyers. I mean, I saw a couple penalties on us that got that they didn't call, but I saw some blatant, obvious penalties against the Canadian. We we he, got mugged. He's got high stick on a breakaway. Yeah, no call. No he, call. He, he literally went up to the ref and was like, "What the fuck is that?" After that's like, no, it. I was screaming. It was blatantly obvious. I, I saw a couple flyers get boarded. No calls. Then they come back. They scored the power play. Scored goal. the power. Penalty I was like, kill looked rough in the in the last half of the game. I will yeah, say that. Cost crease passes. Yeah, uh, they, Elliot. They, were, they never went through the other games, but you can have a bad game. Yeah, every yeah. Once in a while. If you're top three, you're fine. The game tying goal, Elliot. Would you have challenged that? No, I, I remember I, in the moment it looked I, I weird. Said, I said, "Fuck it, let's do it," because I I was feeling like they had all the momentum, but. You also have to remember, if you get that challenge wrong, that's a two-minute penalty. And we just let in a power play goal 10 seconds into the power play, so if he challenges that and loses the challenge, tie game, they're going back on the power play. Oh, fuck, you, you yeah. You have to take that chance. So, that's, a great, that's a great point, yeah. So that's pro- that's why you're not you're seeing coaches a lot more hesitant to challenge, please. Yeah. Especially because it, it used to just be um, – was it goaltender interference? You got a penalty if you failed that challenge, but now I think it's offsides too. If you fail that one, I think you also get a penalty. I think it's any yeah. any call you challenge. If you get it wrong, it's a penalty. It I used think. to just be goaltender interference. Though, I think it's everything I, I texted now. you about that Nashville game one or two years back where we were up one or two goals. Nolan Patrick's first goal that game. Mm-hmm. So it was his rookie year, 17-18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two years ago. Um, And we, yeah, we just got blatantly fucked by the refs. And they, <laughs> they scored. That's the kind of game that we're talking about when we say, oh, that's the same old fight. Like, that's the kind of game – that we usually lose yeah. late in the game, penalty, tie it up, and then lose late, and Let's then lose honest. 10 seconds later. We all thought that Montreal game was going to go to a shootout. Or at least, what, what's funny is it, I predicted, I was pretty confident, to be honest with you. I had a weird feeling. Yeah, I, I had a bad feeling. You had a bad yeah, feeling? Yeah, I really did. When, when, when Provorov made that move and scored the goal, I, obviously I was a little I late. saw him make Deke. And I've seen Provorov make that Deke multiple times, but I've never seen him finish never it. Never seen him finish but it. But then when I saw him bring it up, on it from his backhand to his forehand after he made the move, I was like, I sat up in my chair. I was like, no way he finishes this. And then I saw the puck going in. I was yeah, like, you was fucking like, oh kidding me? And then he was like, yeah. his celebration, bro. I was ready to run through a wall, bro. I was like, no, I was like, this team is fucking here, bro. Yeah, he, he said he does that in practice all the time. He, you know, he's a workhorse, dude. This Keep guy doing it. Something I want to bring up with Pro Rob, I've seen on Twitter past couple weeks: the 27, 26 minutes a night thing. Are you worried about that? Nope. For future, no, you just think he's a a horse. I think he's one of one of those dudes. One of those dudes. Yes, like one of those uh, Scott Niedermeyer, Lidstrom, Mark Howe, like just minute eaters. Yeah, I mean, just that just type of dude. Throwing tires in the off season. I think he's fine. Phil Myers. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to make this comparison the other day when when he's on, 
He's probably our best defenseman when he's on. Dude, he reminds me of a young, like, Victor Hedman at times. Just, like, that big-ass dude. And he joins the rush, and he... He puts the puck in the net. Dude, his like, stride is just like he's just a gazelle. Just the way he, sh- I've seen him, I've seen him, I've seen a puck get dumped into our zone, and I've seen the other team's forward chase the puck down, and it looked like he had an angle on Myers, and all you see is Myers just skate, just completely by this guy, shit. Like, take the puck, send it up ice, big as shit, fast as shit. It covers so much ice the way he skates. He's like you just said when he's on. When he's playing good hockey, I honestly think he's one of our best defensemen. He got so, robbed the other night. Uh, Farabee's passed him. Fair, another been, another been a goal. beautiful pass from Farabee. He's been all over the ice. What I week. noticed about Farabee is he's he's not really figuring out the finishing thing, so he's just passing it, and it's working, dude. This guy, this kid's a hell of a it'll passer. Come. It'll come. This kid's a hell of a I'm passer. I'm confident. No, yeah, I know it'll come for sure. Yeah, it, ta- I mean, it takes a long time to get used to scoring on Henrik Lundqvist, Carey Price. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it takes a little bit of time <laughs> for sure. But, no, it's... To sum it all up, guys, we're uh, this is different. This is a different hockey team, different culture, different culture, new coaching staff. The the, the goalies are playing well. Kevin Hayes is starting to finally come around. I mean, of course, Flyers kingdom and the fandom. We're never going to be completely satisfied. There's always going to be something that we're going to complain about. It's I'm just, kind of satisfied right now. I woke up this morning. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about oh, just people yeah. in general. They're always going to find something to complain about. But we're the hottest you can't, team in the city. You can't nitpick things. We're the hottest team in the city. Fuck the Eagles. Flyers and Sixers are the two hottest teams in the city. Yep. If you haven't, if you've been paying attention to the Flyers on and off, not really. Pay attention now. Now, hop on now. Make that make that Xfinity account. Come watch those games. This team's here. Yeah, this do team. It now. We are a good hockey team, guys. We can roll four lines. When's the last time we? When's the last time we rolled four lines comfortably? When's the last time you saw? When's the last time you saw the fourth line out there and didn't go? Why the fuck is the fourth line out there again? I mean, I remember for the past four years. I'm like a That's, decade. The fourth line's <laughs> out there again. Just what the fuck? But when the fourth line's out there now. There's a 30 goal scorer on it. It's good to have death. There's a 30 goal scorer on our fourth line now, alongside the energy guy with Pitlick. And last game, it was fucking Morgan Frost playing with him. Raffles just—it's awesome, dude. I'm so excited. We started this podcast right when we thought this team was set to go. Right when they hit the restart button, we said it, man. What I'm wondering is, Av said they were kind of just waiting around, waiting for JVR to get going to give him more time. Waiting for him to get on the score sheet. Now that he finally scored, I, I thought about this. I thought, like, once he finally got hot, I thought he was going to move to the third line. Yeah. I don't want to take Lawton off the third line. Going into this year, I wanted Lawton as my fourth line center, if, I think. J- if JVR is is playing well, I want JVR on the third line because JVR brings more to the table than Lawton. Like, 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 like well. offense. Yeah, if he's playing well. If he's if he's putting the puck in the back of the net, JVR brings you more offensively offensibility than Scott Lawton. So I wouldn't mind it. But, like, you, you think about it, and it's like, Hayes, he, he's fast for his size, but he's not the fastest guy. Yeah. I like surrounding him with speedy winger, speedy winger. I agree with you, yeah. but I'm just saying if it happened, I wouldn't be opposed. True. I, I could just see, like, Hayes and JVR getting getting kind of like eh, this looks too slow. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. No, I, mean? no, I completely agree with you. I I think the way JVR is going to pot his goals this year is just, if if he continues to play on the fourth line, 
or the third line, the way he's going to have to pot goals is the power play. He's just oh, got to come out. He's always been that way. Though. He's always he's, been that kind of guy. He's never really been an even strength scorer. This guy, you pay him for his power play. Neither is Wayne Simmons, and yeah. he, he he made a career out of scoring goals on the power play. I mean, JBR has made a career so far of playing, of scoring goals on the power play. But, yeah, that that's the way I think he gets back into it. I, uh, they, he's... He might score on the fourth line. Pitlick. Has no, been, he did the other night. Yeah. Yeah. He he's been driving play well. The fourth line can score. Like he, we're not throwing JVR on the third on on the fourth line and saying, "Oh, have fun, man. Ha- have fun trying to get a scoring chance." It, it will happen. I we've seen it this entire week. The fourth line's been one of our best lines. I find myself when I see a, a line change, like people, our players going to the bench. I find myself going, "Yeah, get that fourth line out." Mm-hmm. So I, I know the energy they bring. And, like, like, I love it when, when people are, when the defenseman's in the defensive zone trying to get it out. Pitler's just full speed. Just I'm like Pitler, hit him, and then he fucking hits him. Like, yeah, 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 bring that That's energy, dude. He does everything. All, all the like the basics, right? All the fundamentals. This guy's a lock for all the fundamentals. He does everything right. Because guess what? Because guess what? Even if you don't get the puck, and and you still hit that guy, and you let him know that you're here. That you're there, you're you're gonna hit him even if you don't get the puck. That stays in the defenseman's mind. When when you dump the puck in, and he's going back to get the puck, and he knows Tyler Pitlick's out there or anybody, and he knows he's about to get hit, he might just send he, it up the glass. Exactly, he, he's yeah. he's gonna quickly try to get the puck away because he doesn't want to get hit. That's I love that shit. Like hit him even if you even if you you don't get the puck. Let him know that you're there. Because the next time, hit him again. Let them know you're there. Montreal was some dirty fuckers last night, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, they pissed me Jesus the fuck Christ, off. Jesus dude. Like, that was just blatant dirty all night. That, that's that, one, boarding, that one boarding call, I, I was screaming. I was pissed. It was a blatant, like... Jim, like you he said, got mugged afterwards. Jim Jackson was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. if Jim Jackson could have said it, he would have been like, what the fuck? I never hear him get that animated about no call. Usually he'll be like, and eh, the ref said no. Yeah, yeah. Or like shit like that. Like yeah. a little one-liner. But yeah. he was like... Where's the car? Like, <laughs> yeah, just me in my living room. I was like, I was like, you fucking kidding me? It wasn't even on my screen. Like the puck was down in our zone, but like you could just. But then I heard Jackson was saying, like I knew it was fucking yeah, bad. You no, know, exactly. Like, I didn't see. Like, I saw the boarding, but I didn't see what happened after because the puck went into our zone. So obviously the camera panned to our zone, but then. Then he stopped commentating on the play, and he was screaming. He was like, oh, and he got hit again. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, pan the camera back. Yeah, I, like, I, I want to see what's see going on. But I, It was just ridiculous. No, that all right, that game's over. Fuck the Revs. The Revs have been terrible all year. Like, I'm not even saying that because we're Flyers fans. I think across the NHL, I think the Revs have been trash. Even last playoffs, they were atrocious. They're on, they're, they're on a bad streak right now, those <laughs> NHL Revs, dude. They, remember the hand pass? We on them? We on them. Me and you? We on. I think we me own. and you should sign up to be refs. It's just, like they ruined our season a couple years ago. Could you imagine just Flyers Toronto Tuesday? Oh yeah, we have two new refs. It's just the TYL yeah, boys. Bro. Just bro, you know <laughs> Matthew's gonna have like a tiny slash arm up immediately. <laughs> Matthews. So, actually, you know what? I hate our power play at times. Yeah. So maybe I won't fucking call it. <laughs> <laughs> Matthews and Kapanen are like coming into our zone, smidge offside. Just. Whistle, <laughs> just offside, <laughs> just TYL boys in disguise, bro. My my biggest complaint for sure has got to be the the entries on the power play. And if I'm complaining no, about that, that's a that's a good problem. But I mean, it's not a good problem, but it's it's the yeah. There's it's, no good problem. Yeah, it's it's a secondary others, problem. Yeah. It can be fixed. That's a, it's weird though because I didn't think it would be like I don't I don't 
I didn't think the entries would be that bad with Claude Giroux and Morgan Frost on the same power play I, because yeah, they're two of probably they're, they're two of the best entry players probably on Konechny the team. As well, man, he's on that as well. He's on the power. Konechny's good at it. I think Voracek's not that bad at it. Limblom, when he's going, he's good. Limblom's good at it too, but Morgan Frost and Giroux probably the two most skilled guys on the team. I'd say honestly, if you need to enter a zone, you're either Claude Giroux or Sean Couturier. There's, there are so many times Coots where A so B yeah. will bring that second unit out. Coots gets it in right away and gets yep. it, gives it right yep. to Niskanen, and they set up. I, I love having a complete team. What's fun is, you, like you mentioned, um, we're not like, ugh, when the fourth line comes out anymore. Yeah. We're not rolling our eyes. It, you finally get to sit down and watch a full, fun hockey game, competitive, where you believe your team will win. Like that game in Montreal, I believed they wouldn't win, and they did win. They pulled it off. And they they proved us wrong. I really shit I missed. I really thought it was gonna be an L. Just that late game tied up, take it over time. I texted you. I said I'm happy to get a point. Yeah. Because we still we still would have finished with our not most. Ever, we did look we slow have... too. We looked tired. So we a point would have been cool. Third game in four days. That's a big fucking win to to win. Huge. The third game in four days traveling to Montreal. Now you get three days of rest. Uh, you play a home game. You get to wake up on Tuesday morning, drive to the arena in your own car, sleep on your own Kevin Hayes mattress, <laughs> <laughs> eat your own chicken and rice in the morning, yep. take that nap, go to the arena. Let's go, dude. Carter Hart and Ned. You know, TK I, I want and, some competitive You know, TK and Nolan are at Cordoba. Just let me get that burrito bowl. Yeah. Just chilling, <laughs> bro. cookies, 3 a.m. <laughs> eat all the cookies you want, TK. When, dude, if he's putting in goals like that. Yeah, eat all the cookies <laughs> you want, bro. I don't care. I don't care. Catch all the fish you want, cause you know TK is that yeah, that outsidesman, that that I outdoorsman, that special, bro. Yeah. yeah, just on the boat. Just he's like, yeah, that's about all I do on my free time. <laughs> it's just him on the phone. Must be nice, man. Millionaire. All all you like to do is fish. It's just Canadian just, kid. Just bro. bank that money, Moral man. Canadian kid. TK's awesome, bro. I think TK might be my next jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, dude. I. I'm thinking Couturier for me, dude. I love yeah, Couturier, especially this one. year. Like I know. when he's I watch quiet. that guy play, I'm just like, he's so fucking good. <laughs> he's he's like the best player on the team. No, he's, he's the so best player on the team good. usually. But Sam Cardici did ask Frost about the number thing, and apparently the Flyers did give him 48. He didn't have a say in it. But he's he apparently he hasn't thought about changing it. I mean, that doesn't really help me or anybody else with the whole jersey situation. Like someone needs to be like, hey Frost. Dudes want to buy your jersey. Yeah. Dead. Like, are you keeping 48 or are you moving on to something else? Like, just real quick. Because we know I, you're not I say leaving. get it anyway. Yeah. Just yeah, because. That, that Giroux 56, that, that vintage <laughs> but 48, jersey. But 48 is not 56. 48 isn't as ugly. I, I, I get, like, the fear, though. Like, he's he could come back next year and, like, wear 10 and be an absolute all star in 10. You got this 48 jersey. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a 49 lot and, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully, oh, nah. Don't don't ever compare Lawton to Morgan. <laughs> nah, Lawton's I fucking Farabee's number. Now. I love Lots. Love Lots. That Farabee has Lawton's number, old number now. Also with Lots, did you see me? He tries that five hole, that five hole goal a lot. He tries to slide it under the five hole a yeah, lot he when he goes on the breakaway. I it mean, works. it fucking worked. <laughs> so fuck it, like fuck me, right? Well, as soon as he did that, that move when he got on that breakaway, first off, great breakout by Niskanen. Yeah. Holy shit, what a stretch pass! As soon as he was going in on goal, I saw him make the move, and I saw the five hole open. I knew it was in right away. Usually, most of the time, like on on low shots like that, you're either looking for the ref to his arm, or you're looking for the crowd to jump up, or something like that. But like, I knew that shit was in. Like, I saw the five hole open up. I knew where he was going, and uh, 
And guess what? Hell of a game, six one. Awesome game, dude. We said it. We said pitch perfect game. We got JVR on the board. You got Gostisbehere on the board. Voracek three assists. I mean, come on, that's. That's what we wanted. Yeah, that's that's what we were asking for. Yeah. And another thing with that game I want to point out, that's probably going to make you smile right now. At the end of that game, know what we heard? The crowd was into it, man. Let's go Flyers. Just the whole crowd. I was like, yes. Like I, I've missed hearing that. I don't remember, remember the last time that that building was rocking in November, late November, man. Like It's, it's awesome to have. That Washington game actually felt like a playoff game. Yeah, bro. It. It that Toronto game is going to fucking be fun, dude. That, that building will be packed. For that I, game. I, I really hope it is. People will be here for that game, man. I, I promise. But before we uh before we log off of episode twenty of the Liberty Yell, like we do always, like we always do every week. But we need to we need to get a little bit better with this. We always make predictions. The next episode we gotta come back and review that prediction. So oh, I just review we review mine in the beginning. Frost six points at yeah, zero. I Honestly, I'm the, I'm the touch of death. Though. So, like, <laughs> yeah. should I even predict shit? Yeah, you still need to predict I'll shit. I'll predict something about a fourth liner. <laughs> I'll predict Stewart makes one appearance or some shit like that. Frost is a fourth liner. You're talking shit? No, he's no, not. Okay. Frost is not a fourth liner. <laughs> he played for the second and the third as a fourth liner. Nah, but all right, prediction time. Danny, you can go first. Prediction time. I'm going to say they win two out of the three. Yup. JVR. Total of three goals in these next three. What games. did what did I say last week? My prediction oh, was your prediction was JVR last week. Wasn't my it? prediction oh, was shit. we're not going to be complaining about JVR in the next episode, and yeah, we were right. We still had a little bit to complain about him, but he's been playing a lot. He scored better, a goal, so, and I, yeah. that's what I said. He, so he hey, should have had two though. My prediction wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, he should have had two. So my prediction was on point. Hey, my prediction was on point. Should I not go with JVR then? No, you can do whatever you want, man. Right, I'm still going to go with JVR. Um, I think he's going to have three goals. Okay. In these next three home games. Ooh. And I so, think all ooh. of them will be on the power play. Ooh. All of them will be on the power play. That's a bold prediction, though. And I'm also going to go out on a limb and say Sanheim gets a goal at home. Ooh, I, that, that was mine. Damn, yeah. that was mine. <laughs> mine was Sanheim gets one. Gets one this week. Pick another one. Another one? All right, Carter Hart shot out this week. This week? Ooh, I would love that. Mm. <laughs> We're potentially going to see him every game this week, probably. All home games, Uh, no travel. You know what I mean? Yeah, we might see Elliot once. We might see Elliot once. If Hart lays an egg, maybe, but like a, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, usually, we'll definitely usually see. Elliot comes in when when Hart's either struggling or the back to back. Agreed. Um, and Elliot's, I don't have enough good things to say about him. I He's said the I said reason why that, we won last night. That PK to end the second period, I said to you, it was the best goaltending sequence I've seen all year. Carter Hart shut out against New Jersey included. It was literally. Four grade A chances. I'm talking a cross crease, wide open net. Like, like when I saw the puck get on the guy's stick, I'm like, like you know, you know, you know. Sometimes, yeah. When you see the guy get the just, puck, yeah, you just oh, that's, that's roaring, just yeah. like, oh my god, that's it, that's in. Yeah. And he he just made the save every single time. He kept the team in the game. I love and Elliot Elliot said this in a couple uh, post game conference uh, interviews, and he says like we have a good veteran team. That uh that bounces back when they go down early, but he also said that when he lets in an early goal like that, he spends the rest of his game trying to make up for that, and he really fucking did. He really really made up for it. But I, I love having that veteran goalie that doesn't get shook after letting in the first goal like that. I love it's that. It's key. It's no, he's looked night and day from last year. I remember I remember in the beginning of the year, I forget where I read it, but Elliot was telling Av this is the best he's felt in years, like health wise. And it, it, it's shown. Elliot's sure. El, Elliot's been has been completely different from last year's Elliot. It's been two different goalies. Do you know what happens when you have two great goalies playing great? 
This you have your best month in November. The best month in November. A point behind second in the Metro. Fifth I, in the, the Islanders, that is, that, is, that is phony because they started the season like 16-0-1 or like, remember they went on that insane run? Yeah. They're losing games now. Like, yeah. They are losing games now. Watch out. They're falling. If we stay hot, that the spot's ours. That's Danny, I want April hockey right the fuck now. We're not now. that far from first if we keep battling like this. I want April hockey right now, dude. I was uh, watching a lot of 2010 highlights, and I was telling you this yesterday, like I always do whenever. Uh... But this time, like I usually used to watch them when I was sad that the team sucked. Yeah, you're like, oh, I, I watch... miss this team. Yeah, like I miss like, good, having, like hockey. good hockey team. I watch it now because I'm like, oh, my... I'm hyping myself up for April. Cause nope. I, I actually believe that we have that team again. And I was watching. Now we're now we're not saying that we think the Flyers are going to run into the yeah, fucking no, no, no. cup. We, we're just saying competitive April hockey. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. we're saying that we're going to get actual playoff hockey that's consistent and competitive. Yeah. But I was watching um the intro. So you know, like before every game in the arena, they always play those like pump up videos. Yeah. I was watching. It was Game Six in that Boston series, like that incredible comeback. Game six, that game at home to force a game seven. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, some dude had a video from like n- ten years ago of him in the stands recording it. It's like a shitty quality from a shitty camera, but you can see the video, you can hear the video. And as soon as the Flyers came out after that video, first off, the crowd is screaming. It's like the I haven't. It's, it was a video, and it was like the loudest I've heard the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah. Or Wachovia Center at that Wachovia. time. Wachovia. But they came out, and as soon as it, like, you know, like, please welcome, y'all. Yeah. As before they even came out, it was just everyone, all 20,000 people screaming, let's go Flyers. Like, Love it. Like, waving dun, flags dun, dun, and shit, yeah. all in orange. And, uh. Let's get back to that, yeah, Danny. Okay. I think, let's... dude, we have a 82% chance to make the playoffs or something like that. I like the odds. But I like also, that. Also, this is the same team that lost 10 straight, made the playoffs, won 10 straight, missed the playoffs. So, like. Take percentages however you will with this team because they they they're unpredictable. It's not the or same team, Danny. Were. It's not the same team, Danny. It's not, not the, the same, same team. team. Fifteen seven and five. <laughs> Say that one more time. Fifteen seven and five. <sighs> I, I went to look up uh, the 2011-2012 Flyers to see if they ever went fifteen seven and five, and around the time where they were thirteen seven and four, I think. Then they won seven straight. They were, they ended up being like twenty seven and four. So yeah. I was like, oh geez, I don't think we're catching that. But <laughs> like that that's fine. Like Mike Richards said on that spitting chitlicks pocket, I really do think if that t- if that team stuck together, they bring home a cup. Man. I don't even want to think about it. I know, that. I know. I'm just. I really don't. It makes me sad. I know. But we're. But we got Couturier. We got Voracek out of those trades. So. And then, and then we got it was the uh, Yuri Laterra and Brady Shen one for one, right? Oh, yeah, it was 100% one for one. Yeah. So it's. But fuck Morgan Frost and Joel Fairby. Like, they weren't a part of those deals, right? Nope. I mean, the the deal worked for both teams. The Blues got a cup. We got two got centerpieces. Yeah, we got two future pieces of our team. So thank you, Blues. And like, Blues the Blues didn't us. even like, get a cup just because of Brady. Yeah, it wasn't like, like Brady Shem was, all right, hop, hop yeah. on my back. We're going Gretzky. to the cup. Yeah. I mean, he was great. Don't get me it wrong. Was that, it was the whole team's play. Yeah. They, that was fun to watch last year. Yeah, I feel like we were, like, one of the only people that were just, like, not upset about that. Were you upset about that? Brady, yeah. No, I don't get yeah. – like, There was a lot of people I, bitching about that. I knew what we had in Frost, though. So that's why yeah. I wasn't up in hands. And Joel Farabee's 19 years old playing for us. So, no, I no, it's fine. Also, I, like, a lot of people are like, of course, Craig Berube, he left. I was actually kind of happy for him, too. Yeah, I'm happy for him, yeah, too. Like, that's a great – it was a great story. Yeah. That team wasn't that bad. Like, the team – that was last place in January last year, the Blues. 
skill-wise, they weren't that bad of a team. They, they were just playing down to their ability. They you know what I mean? terrible goaltending. Yeah. And then they, so, got, they called up Bennington. That just – then they went on a run. I mean, everybody will forget about Braden Shen when Joel or Morgan scored a 2-1 tying – 2-2 tying goal in the playoffs this year. So – God forbid, dude, I would be so fucking hyped if they did that. But that, that that's the kind of thoughts that are going through Flyers fans' heads now. Like, we're, we're starting to... I know, okay, we're getting we, carried we know, away. No, I, we're, we not, to... we're not, though. Are, are, no, are we're we not, though. Are we not, no? We, we, they had a great month in November. We recognize this is a good team. If they don't make the playoffs now, like, it would it would take an absolute yeah, I think train it, wreck. Probably. Yeah, it would. Like, mm-hmm. every, we, we, injuries, like, Drew would have to be out for the year or some shit like that. God forbid. For something like that to happen. I think, um... Like, I'm not saying we're going to, like, coast into the playoffs or nothing. Like, it'll probably come down to the last final two weeks or knowing us the last couple of oh, I hope not. So. I know. I, I hope we coast into the playoffs. That, oh, that's I, what oh, we've been be asking phenomenal. for. Yeah, yeah. Like, if we're fourth or fifth seed and we're third seed in the, in the conference, like, that's what I want, man. That division's so tough. Though. Like, we're fifth in the I league. Know. Fifth in the league, third in our division. That's how good that's, 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 that's shitty Boston. potluck right there. Boston's so good. Capitals have just been playing really like, good. If we were in one of those Western Conference divisions, we're, we're in second place right now. Yeah. Um, we're going to wrap it up. This has been episode 20 of TYL. You can find our Twitters, me, at Chris Stumps. I am at T-O-Y Danny. And Follow us on our main thing, at the Liberty on everything. Yeah, Liberty everything. everything. Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Um, 15, 7, and 5, we have three games between episode 20 and episode 21. Hopefully, it's an 18, 7, and 5, but we're not going to get too ahead of ourselves. <laughs> That game against Toronto is gonna to be a good test. Let's let's have some fun this week. Week straight of home games. Week straight of home games at home. Go Flyers. Go Flyers.